You're listening to the Cougar Preview Show with Hans and Scotty on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Hans and Scotty, 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. It is your Cougar Preview Show. And uh, every Monday we get a chance to chat with James Empey. Well, and then we uh, play a portion of that back for you coming up on Wednesday. And it was a great conversation. He's playing well. Offensive line is playing really well. And uh, even though they're dealing with some injuries, they're scoring points, finding a way to get it done. And we talked to James about those injuries, and they're going to get people back coming up on Saturday. Yeah, I, I feel confident that, that we'll have the guys ready to go next week. I, I know there's, you know, from, from the game, there's big injuries here and there. But, you know, I, I, I'm confident with the guys that we have and the guys that will be able to step up. And, and I, I, I know we'll be able to get a unit ready for, for this Saturday. You know, not only does Tyler Algier run down and strip that thing back into play, but Jaron Hall trails it and he he scoops up the fumble. Uh, what when you when you guys are going through the emotions of, of that, like you turn around and you see that interception, and you see that guy running down the field, kind of take me into the emotions. What what, what were you going through in your own mind? Yeah, you, you don't really have a ton of time to process the emotions because. You know, the, the task at hand is to somehow get the guy tackled, right? And so, you know, the, we, we start running down there, but us linemen are, are that's the guy. So we're just, you know, trying to hustle as much as we can. And and then I see Tyler get him. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, it's not going to be six. And then I'm like, oh, man, the ball's on the ground. Jaren's got it. Oh, geez, man. And then I'm wondering, <laughs> is it going to be, is it going to be like third down and forever? Or is it going to be first and ten? I don't know. So, I'm just waiting for the rest to tell me, you know, what's what's next. But we have the ball, and it's first and ten again. And you know, it was just it was a it was a circus, man. But those two, the the hustle play those two guys did is is uh it was crazy, and it was it was one of the funnest plays I've ever I've ever been in. Baylor Romney comes in for Jaron Hall after he has to lose the game and uh, throws the touchdown that puts the game on ice at that point. Uh, what were your thoughts on his play, and, and how cool was it to see to see him get an opportunity and be able to uh, finish off the game? Uh, it was awesome, and, and Baylor Baylor's always ready. He he stays ready. He's he's locked in always. He's always locked in at practice, and you know the the coaches are confident in him and in, in Jaron and and whoever we got in there at the time. So they were just like, hey, let's you know do this play we've been working on, and and uh, you know. Baylor executed, uh, dropped a dime. Isaac caught it, and it was awesome. So, I, I love Baylor's preparation. I love how he comes to work every day, and you know he he deserves to have a good moment. You know, at the end of that game right there. I had a chance to play offensive line for quite a few years, and there were times plays would come in, and I would just think in my head, "What what is this coordinator thinking? Like, what are you serious, coach? This is what we're going to do." When that play came in, and you know, you you decide, okay, it's a play action. We're going to let Baylor Romney come into this thing cold and and throw it in your mind, James. Do you ever question a play, or do you just think, "All right, next play, here we go"? Uh, I just go to the next play. The the coordinators are a lot smarter than I am, so. Um, you know, if, if they're calling it, I know that they see something. I know that they got something going on and, and that they trust is ever in there. And, and that specific play, when they called it, everybody was stoked because we all knew it was a touchdown. So it was, a, it was, it was an exciting, exciting moment, man. And that drive was awesome to, to finish the game. We finally figured some things out and were able to put it on ice. So 
Well, you, you've got a pretty special play caller right now. Aaron Roderick is just on a heater, and he's calling plays that keep defenders on their heels a little bit. Will you just talk a little bit about uh, some of the preparation going into games, talking about the tempo of the, the huddle or the no huddle, and then some of the play calls that are coming in from Coach Roderick and what he's seeing. Just talk a little bit about him as a coordinator. We just uh, – all, all week we practice our best stuff and we get our best stuff ready for the game. And then once we get in the game, we got to, you know, ex- execute our best stuff. And so I think A-Rod's confident in, in just the, what, what we do in practice, the plays that we run in practice and how we run them. And, and he's confident that, that we can get them done. So, he, you know, he's, he's a smart dude and he's, he's calling great games. I don't even know, you know. He's probably forgot more about football than any of us know, but I'm just I'm glad to have him back there and and uh, uh, you know calling the plays and leading it. And I know it's I know it's a uh, uh, like the whole offensive staff. It's it's a team job calling those plays, and there's a lot of communication going back and forth. And I think those guys are doing a great job. Doing a tremendous job and, and certainly aggressive with his play calling as well. And I got to imagine, you know, whether it's the Baylor Romney pass there at the end to seal the game or whatever the case might be, you, you, I got to imagine you love an OC that trusts you guys enough to say, look, you know, I'm not going to be conservative. We're going to get after it. And uh, even if it's a little unconventional, we're going to get it done. I, it shows a lot of faith in the players. And I'm sure you guys like to have that faith put on you that you guys can go out there and get it done. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we we appreciate it, and and we're all on the same page with a lot of that stuff. You know, we we'd rather, you know, be aggressive and and uh, do things like that in those situations, and and uh, you know, the guys are ready for it and get excited about it. And you know, we're we're right now we got a good thing going, and hopefully we can, you know, put in a good week of, of preparation and get a, keep this good thing going on to this this next week, this next Saturday. So, James, what do you do today? Do you, you sit in with your position coach? Do you sit in with team film? How do you how do you guys review film? And and you do it on a Monday, I would assume. Yeah, yeah, we we do. So today today we'll have kind of a a team meeting where we'll we'll all get together and kind of talk about how things go and how things went and and talk about you know what we're going to do going forward. And then we'll cover some special teams. We'll have an offensive unit meeting somewhere in there. And then we'll watch the film with our position coach and really break it down, really, you know, look at where we can improve, where we went wrong. And and, uh, and uh, then, you know, we'll have a practice moving on to, to the next game and, and uh, briefly break down those guys and, and, and get started. You know how crazy things get when BYU gets really, really good. You're 3-0, and and obviously with the fan uh, interest and the attention that you get nationally when BYU is really good, that's just going to continue to elevate week in and week out. Uh, you know, we always talk about teams, how to handle uh, adversity. There's also teams that sometimes struggle with handling prosperity. Do you feel like the leadership is where your team needs to or is, is where it needs to be with this team to make sure that, you know, you guys don't get distracted with some of the headlines out there? Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like Kalani and, and our coaches are doing a great job at keeping us focused. And, you know, I feel like uh, the guys know that, you know, you're only as good as your next game. And, and, and really, that's all that matters. And so, you know, I I think we'll we'll have to really focus going forward on on um, you know who, who we want to be, right? Because like I said earlier, we're not nearly uh, playing at the level that I think we can yet, and and um, and so if if we can just really 
you know, buckle down and and keep grinding, keep working. I think I think we can get there. But you know, everybody's just got to be be in it to buckle down and and not read those news clippings and and forget about all the outside noise and just be you know the best that we can be. You mentioned that you're not quite playing your best football yet. What do you guys want to clean up to get to the point to where you feel like you are playing your best football? Just generally, in in general, we just need to execute better. Um, we need to you know find ways to get things done to not you know have those moments where we are kind of you know in a rut we need to find ways to execute better and you know you watch the film and most of the time it's you know whether it's offense or defense or, or special teams most of the time it's just one or two guys that that need to do their job better and i feel like if we can you know just keep working our butts off and and uh you know focusing on what our job is we can we can get there but just simply stated we just need to execute uh what we do better so, James, one thing you'll do when you're done with football, you'll reflect, reflect back on the different personalities of a team, and you'll remember the goofballs, you'll remember the serious guys, you'll remember so many different uh, so many different people and how they were in a locker room. And one thing that Scotty and I really wanted to do by getting you on weekly was get to know this team a little bit better um, instead of just seeing them on a football field, but getting to know this team Give us one or two of the guys that keep things light in a locker room, um, whether it's game day or through the week of practice. And then give us a couple of guys that you know are always going to be laser-focused. You know that they're always going to be prepared and always laser-focused come game day. Yeah, well, I, I you know, if, uh, if there was any possible way to give you guys or Cougar Nation a sneak peek into the locker room and, and the fun that we have uh, – you know, we we do it. They're, they're, we got some ping pong tables and some shuffleboards in there, and you know, it really. Uh, I, I think everybody everybody keeps it light in their own way. You know what I mean? We we have a good time together. We have a lot of fun. There's some you know competitions that go down on the ping ping pong table, and uh, you know, we we uh, we like to have a lot of fun. And and just guys that I'm just proud of every week for being laser focused. I, you know, there's there's guys on the offense like Clark Barrington on the offensive line. He's always zeroed in, always super focused on what's going down, um, you know, and, and what we need to do next. Um, you know, the quarterbacks, guys, guys like, like Baylor, you know, he's he's always zeroed in and he's always ready. Jaron's always zeroed in and always ready. And, you know, Tyler Tyler comes up and, and makes big plays because he's so in the moment that he can, you know, attack anything. And so, you know, pr- proud of the guys we have in the in the locker room and, and, and the vibes and if we can just – you know, keep grinding and keep working and, and get that thing better. I, I, I know we'll, we'll do well. Who's the, uh, who's the guy that you don't want to play ping pong against? Who's some of the better players there? Well, see, I'm, I'm really bad at ping pong. So, I, you know, I usually <laughs> just kind of get up there and, and play defense most of the time. But we've got some good ping pong players. Connor Pay is a pretty good ping pong player. Um, Gunnar Romney and Baylor Romney – are really good ping pong players. I think I think they've had uh, plenty of competitive ping pong nights growing up, just against each other. And and when they get on the table against each other, it's it's a, a crazy match. Um, Conover is pretty good at ping pong. Let's see. The Nakua brothers are trying to get good at ping pong. They're they're getting there. <laughs> Did you get to say hi to some of that 1996 Cotton Football uh, Cotton Bowl team that uh, was on the sideline? And and did your dad come down because he was part of that staff? 
Yeah, I was I was bummed. I, I didn't like I uh, they were in the a few of them. Whoever was still there was in the locker room with us after, but I didn't get a chance to say what's up before the game. Um, I know John Tate is on that team, and and uh, he's been uh, a guy that that we've communicated with, and and um, you know he spoke to the O line a few times, and we keep in touch, and you know he's such an awesome dude, and and uh, uh, glad he was able to be there. I saw that he was there, and. You know, there's a bunch of other guys on that team that are that are really awesome. So I was bummed that I didn't get to say what's up to him pregame, but um, we we did see a bunch in the locker room after the game, and and uh, you know what what a cool moment for them. I'm glad that that we're able to recognize them and and the season that they had, and and uh, you know what they did because the people who played at BYU before us is is the people who you know we stand on their shoulders. So. So um, we've had a lot of former players that have come on that played with my guy Hans here, and, and they always talk about how Hans kept everybody loose in a locker room before a game. And you were talking about players that are really dialed in and really focused. Uh, what are you like before a game? I mean, are you keep to yourself and try to stay focused? Do you have some fun and joke around a little bit? What's your, what's your pregame ritual like? Yeah, I, I, I try to keep the headphones out. Um and just be in the moment with the teammates, you know, I, I try to keep things loose and calm. And uh, I think there's a good balance of, of being loose and being, being focused. I mean, you could be so uptight that you're not in the moment or you can just, you know, kind of be relaxed and focused. And I think, you know, I think we got a good balance of that in, in the locker room, but that's a little bit more my style is just kind of relaxing before kickoff and, and letting things happen. And, and over in the O-line corner, we will we'll be joking around and, and having a good time and, and, uh, downloaded in before a game so i think we got a, a, a good uh a good flow going that's james empey you hear him every monday at uh, 10 a.m right here on 97.5 1280 the zone fun conversation good dude and uh things are going pretty well right now things are going so well and he is grading out well he is playing extremely well he has to be climbing up the draft boards has I would, to be. Yeah, I would imagine for for sure. I think if the season ended now, I think he's a fourth round pick. Whew. That'll put that'll put a couple hundred thousand in his pocket. Yeah, no doubt. That'll get you a couple Portuguese water dogs, <laughs> or, or four. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he doesn't want to leave the built bar deal. I was really he was yeah. like, I'm making more money, it's making like, built bar. It's like, what am I doing? Must stick another and stick around another year. I always, uh, I always joke when uh, some of these. Uh, I'd be watching, you know, kids warming up for basketball games. I'm like, I think the stipend just hit because I see some more new colorful shoes out there. We know where that money's going now. Now you get the nil money. So my sweet girls, I've got, I've got amazing girls. My yeah. daughters are just amazing, and from the day they could work. They were out putting in resumes and, and finding places to work. Yeah. And Chubby's in Saratoga Springs has employed both of them over the years. And they've held the same job at the same place. Of course, Ashlyn now moving on to go play volleyball in college. She's moved away from that. But Mackie is still working at Chubby's. And these are the two purchases I've seen from my, my daughters that where they use their own money. Shoes and pets. And that's it. My daughter wants, Mackie just wants, she's bought, I don't know how many different pairs of new shoes. I just like shoes. I'm like, honey, can, maybe we put the money. 
into areas that have more impact for you. No, I want shoes. I'm like, okay, well, it's your money. You know, I let them spend the money that yeah. that they earn yeah. somewhat responsibly. And um, yesterday she said that she wanted a bearded dragon. A bearded dragon? Yeah. And I said, we're not doing the bearded dragon. You put your foot down on that one. I did. And she Wait, why? Po- she pulled the, it's my money. Ooh. And I pulled the, you're going to be leaving in a year and a half. Those bearded dragons live for many, many years. Yeah. And a lot of the places you'll be moving into in college will not take bearded dragons. And I'm not keeping a bearded dragon. And it's the advice I give to people that are like, I want a tortoise. I like I like turtles. And it's like, do you know how long you're going to be invested into this tortoise? Like, fine. Okay. Go, go out there and enjoy that tortoise. But understand that that tortoise is going to outlive you. And you better house it. And feed it and care for it and love it until your dying breath. Yep. And then make sure there's something in the wheel that it makes sure it gets to a kid. Yes. Otherwise, you're a terrible tortoise owner. Yeah. <laughs> I've never understood the tortoise purchases. It's like, that's a long-term commitment. You know, like, when we get dogs, we know it's between 8 and 13 years. Yeah. Now, that's a horrible thought because those are your best friends and you know eventually you're going to lose them. But you know that eventually you're going to move on from that dog. Not with a tortoise. And bearded dragons live for a long time, too. Yeah. Sorry, I was just adding up over under. Well, based off of your smirk, I know who won. I was surprised. Let's just say that. (laughs) I did not see this one coming. We'll talk about it next. We'll break it down. Coming up next, it's your Cougar Preview Show. We're live here at Tim Daly Infinity. Uh, we still have some shirts and hats left to go. And uh, if you have not been uh, by a remote in a while and not picked up some gear in a while, we'd love for you to come by. If you're coming by every remote and getting gear every single remote, we might ask you to maybe chill out a little bit. That's all. We still love you to come by. We just, you know. What's a month? You know. This maybe... Space it out. Just space it out a little bit. Yeah. That's all we ask. And don't put it on KSL. Yeah. And to the 10 people out there, you know exactly who you are. Do you even think they listen? No, They're I don't listening think they listen. right now. I think they get our... If you're listening right now, knock it off. I think they get our remote schedule. They come out, grab the gear, try to sneak a couple extra pieces, and then they throw it online to sell. We know who you are. We're watching. We've I, called out a couple of you. I had to bark it, bark out one, one person. Today? Yeah, because they tried to grab two things. Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah. And that person has grabbed multiple things in multiple times. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, we, you may sneak it by me because I'm not paying attention. You're not sneaking anything by hands. No. The eye in the sky isn't lying with hands. He, he sees all. I have really good facial recognition. See, I have the worst facial recognition. Obviously, because we just had four people... <laughs> That have come through the last, like, five remotes and grabbed gear, and they came in. I'm like, that's them, Scotty. And you're like, I've never seen them before in your life. I'm like, you just, they were just here yesterday. Scotty's <laughs> introducing himself. Hi, I'm Scott. <laughs> I honestly, I swear, you're like I've that, never seen those people before. You're like that guy off 51st Dates. Hi, I'm Tim. <laughs> we call him 15 Second Tim. Hi, Why I'm is that? Tom. Hi, I'm Tom. How do you not recognize I don't recognize They have pillaged our jazz gear table for like two years. 
And Hi. you know who you are out there. And I'm I know Tom. who you are. We have great listeners that listen yeah. and, and love to come in. And we love seeing those listeners because they listen. Yeah. And they don't hoard. And they don't sell our gear. Yeah. If you're going to take our gear, wear our gear. Be proud to wear that gear. Don't be, don't be trying to resell that gear. That's not okay. And don't wear it for a paint shirt. <laughs> All right. Hands and Scotty, this is 97.5, 1280, The Zone, and The Zone Sports Network. <laughs> the, big show. the Big Show with Jake Scott and Gordon Monson. It's time for Wake's Takes. Joining us now as he does every single week, Mason Wake. Is this team realizing after three straight wins that if you take care of your business every week, something really extraordinary could happen? The first three games, we've kind of cheated ourselves. We haven't played at our best. Offense has started slow pretty much every game, and the fans really brought energy, and that's really helped us out. And we slowly got going, but that's just our mentality right now. Like, we can only beat ourselves. Having that mentality has been great for us, and we know that we're a special team, but we don't want to just harp on that too much we just know if we don't shoot ourselves in the foot and we just go out there and play our game then we can be pretty special catch the big show weekdays from two to seven presented by big o tires the team you trust on 97.5 1280 the zone in the zone sports network Listening to the Cougar Preview Show with Hanson Scotty on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Hanson Scotty, 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. And remember, Zero Res here to get you an A-plus in carpet cleanliness. Patented process cleans up your carpets without any soaps, shampoos, or harsh chemicals. And none of that dirt-attracting residue. No crunchy carpets. Schedule your carpet cleaning today, 801-288-9376, or online at ZeroRes.com, ZeroResSaltLake.com. See, this is great now, seeing listeners come in and, and grab a shirt, and we haven't seen some of these listeners ever before, and they get to come in, grab a, a shirt or a hat off the table. Because I don't want to scare people from coming in. No. Like, I don't want you to come in and enjoy it. It's just, you know, when you're only showing up every single remote and getting gear every time. When that yeah. gear's showing up for so we know we know what's going on. We're not dumb. I have facial recognition. Hey, uh, Scotty, before we before we jump out to what you're about to talk about, yeah, I did want to mention. I, I just out of curiosity, yesterday I put out a poll question. I said, if you could make all forms of social media go away forever, would you? Is there a hell yes button on that? So there's four thousand votes on this. Yeah. And it was just yes or no? It was yes or no. Oh, my gosh. I could not punch on yes enough. Do you want to take a guess at what percentage? Um, I would say yes, probably 65, 35. 79. Good. Almost 80% of the 4,000 votes said yes. They would eliminate all forms of social media. And that's all forms. That's TikTok and Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. Get rid of it all. Firebomb all of it. I would like to firebomb all of it, too. Burn it all to the ground. I, I, I use it because it's yeah. it's a good source for information. But yep. if I didn't have Twitter, then I would just 
watch yep. you know, watch all the different news sources that come through, and I could gain my information that way. I think kids were happier back in the day. I think families were better. I think marriages were better. I think, and yeah, get everything off. was better. Yeah, get off, get off my lawn, guy. I don't care. Burn it all down. I'd burn it all down. Yeah, I'd get it all. I'd get all rid of it. And by the way, parents out there, if if you're not watching, if your kids are downloading TikTok, you have got to keep them off of that app. I don't do this a ton, but I'm going to put a direct warning out there to everybody. TikTok is destroying young kids' lives. It's destroying it. That's how I want to make America great again. Blow up Twitter and Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) You've been championing this cause for a lot of years, Scotty. Yeah. Now, for for our good friends at the FBI that may be listening right now, I'm not actually talking about blowing up any buildings or anything. I just mean like no, make it go not away. Not in a literal sense. No. No, no just like All you right. said, firebombing and just get rid of it completely. Figuratively. Yes. All right. So, Scotty, you've got some bad news that you need to deliver. Bad news? Yeah. For who? Well, just in general. So I'm just going over the numbers from over under for last week. Um, Hall passing 239. We set it. Uh, we set the line at 239, 214. You and Lloyd both hit that. Uh, BYU rushing at 189.5. You and Lloyd took the over. It was 144 for the game. I thought that'd um, be over. I, I got the under on that one. BYU players rec- uh, with receptions. We set it at 8.5. Uh, you and I took the under. Lloyd took the over. It was seven receivers. Yeah. Um, so that hit. BYU turnovers, we set it at .5. You went under. Lloyd and I went over. They actually had two interceptions in that game. So That one broke me. The over hit, yeah. Uh, BYU third down, we set the number at 44%. They came in at 49% on the season. Only 36% on yep. third down. Felt good about that one. All three of us took the under on that one. Uh, Arizona State rushing yards, you and Lloyd had the uh, Sun Devils going over the 199.5. It was actually 166. Great job by BYU. Uh, Jaden Daniels, as you mentioned. Um, Great job. The 44.5. Uh, Lloyd and I took the over. You took the under. It only ended up with, what, eight? Eight. Rushing yards in that game. I knew that they'd key in on him. W- Lloyd picked up a point here on the uh, Daniels completion percentage. Uh he came in at 74% completion percentage. I set the line at 69.5. You and I took the under. Yeah. He actually hit 72% of his passes in that game. Yep. Lloyd picked up a point there, and then all of us took the over on the uh, 23.5 BYU points in that game. And, uh, Barely hit that. So when we add them all up, uh, you and Lloyd had five. Somehow I sneaked away with six. What was the one that separated you from me? Uh, the BYU rushing yards, total the, rushing yards. Touchdowns? Um, or, I mean, turnovers? Turnovers was one where we were different. Um, yeah, so that's where we picked up a couple points there. Oh, and the Arizona State rushing yards, too. So um, that, was a, that was a good over-under. I, th- I think all of us had a pretty good feel for what was going to almost. Yeah. I, let's not mention who picked the the win yeah, on that. Lloyd did don't bring take that Arizona up. State winning the game. Oh, so. don't bring that up. Had there been a tiebreaker? Because <laughs> I know you're not going to bring it up. <laughs> if there would have been a tiebreaker, we go to score. Yes, that would not have ended well for Lloyd. And that's the right. one where I said twenty nine to twenty four or something like that. Yeah, Lloyd had Arizona State winning that game 42-3. to Okay. Was his final score okay. in that game. Wow. A big miss. Which, which I thought was a little surprising, but, you know. A big miss. It's all right. All right. Uh, so, 
Let's see. Scott Lloyd. All right. How many quarterbacks will take a snap for BYU in this game? I'll set it at .5. Two. Uh, Over. You are going over. Mm -hmm. I'll take the over. If hands let's go with two, I'll just take the over. Uh, I will go under. I will say Jaron Hall will go wire to wire in this game. Ah, never mind. I got to go over. Yeah, there you go. Sorry. Uh, BYU rushing yards against South Florida, 199.5. Will BYU get 200 yards? I'll start. I'm going to say over. Have they been over 200 yards in any of their first three? Um, Let's see here. I can tell you here in a second. Game log. Uh, they were 161 against Arizona, 231 against Utah, 144 against Arizona State. You said at 199? Yep. You want me to go first? Yeah, give I, me. I already went over. Lloyd, where are you going? Oh, I'm going over. Okay. Give me the over. All right, what if I set it at 209.5? I would take the under at 215. I'll take the under at 215. So you're going to move to 215? Because I think that they're going to rush. How about 209.5? Take the under on 209.5. And I'll take the over. You take over on 209.5. Yeah. Can you push it to 211.5? Sold. <laughs> stop. Okay. Hands will go. You're going, you're going under. under. All right. There we go. Lloyd, Lloyd does well, that change your mind? 211.5. <sighs> yeah. See? <laughs> it's not so easy, is it? <laughs> you couldn't leave it at 209. What are we doing here? Uh, setting lines that make it really tough. I just want it to be interesting. That's all. This isn't the price is right. Well, $1, Lloyd. Uh, 211.5. Uh, give me the over. All right. Hand, or Lloyd now will go the over. Uh, BYU turnovers, 1.5 in this game. Under. I'll hit with one of these. Lloyd? This- give me the over. Over. I will take the under. This turnover thing is like uh, black jacket. You get a 16. You either stay on the under or you stay at the over. Um, let's see here. Um, Gunnar Romney had six receptions in that game mm-hmm. against. Uh, uh, two touchdowns, right? And two touchdowns as well. Romney receptions, I will put at five point or, uh, or excuse me, um, That's a tough one. Yeah, let's uh, let's go. Uh, I'd take five point five. Give me the over. Five point five. I'll go over. Five point five. Lloyd, you're going over. You said yeah, over. Over. Okay. Yeah, his brother's going to be throwing to him a lot. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go the over. Over. All right, I'll take the under on that. All right, uh, Tyler Algier. I'm going to set the over on him at uh, 119.5 rushing. So Tyler had 94 yards against Arizona. He had 102 yards against Utah and 69 against ASU. What did you set it at? I'm going to set it at 109.5. That's a good number. I'll take the – I'm going to take the under. All right, hands going under. I'm going to go over. I think you have a big day for Tyler. Okay. Feeling give, good after his game-saving tackle. Give me under by a skosh. Um, in comparison, why don't you go Katoa's? Because I, I think uh, depending on where you set the line, I've got an idea on Katoa. 
Um, all right. Um, 79.5. Give me the over. All right. I'll go under. 79.5. Ooh, that's just a touch high for me. Right. I'm going to go under. What would it take you for you to go over? No, I'm kidding. You're going under? Yeah, going right. under. I'm just trying to tick off Lloyd back there. All right. <laughs> South Florida coming into this game, uh, rushing uh, for 152 yards per game. I'm going to set their total team rushing at 139.5. Under. 139.5. You're going under. Hey, take a, take a note on this. South Florida be at 88 yards. All right, 88 yards or less. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I'm going under. Lloyd? I'm going to go under and take a note on this. It'll be 87. Don't take a note on that. Lloyd, it's like 87. <laughs> Don't take a note on that. That's ridiculous. Such a dork. <laughs> <laughs> Under I'm going by one dollar. Going eighty-seven, Bob. <laughs> All right, and South Florida coming into this game, averaging nineteen point three points per game. Um, I'm gonna go. I'll go fourteen point five. What did you say for what points in this game? South Florida scoring. They're averaging nineteen a game. And let's see. Let me look at their uh... under. Oh wow, they lost to North Carolina State forty-four nothing. They did put twenty on the board against Florida, and then thirty-eight against Florida A&M. You're going under. How I did they put over. twenty up against Florida? Just got rocking and rolling. Yeah, I'll I'll take the over. Lloyd, uh, give me just over, barely. Okay, they'll get they'll get fourteen. All right, we'll get your final. I'll score. put a note on this. It'll be sixteen. Don't 16. Yeah, put a note for me. It'll be 13. Hands is going. (laughs) We've got Scotty over here writing the dictionary. All right. We'll wrap this thing up. Get your final predictions next. Get you ready for the big show as well. It's all right here on the Zone Sports Network. It's game week for the Utes, and the Zone Sports Network is getting you ready for kickoff. The Utes open up Pac-12 play as they welcome in Washington State for an early start. Listen all week for your chance to win tickets to the game and then catch the Ute pregame show Saturday at 1030 with the postgame show immediately following the game on the Zone Sports Network. Ah! From Monday morning to the postgame press conference, nobody brings you better coverage of Ute football. You ready? Yeah! Than 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. You're listening to the Cougar Preview Show with Hans and Scotty on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. 97.5, 1280 The Zone, wrapping up another edition of the show as we've been live here at Tim Daly Infinity. Uh, love this place. Good dudes. 4550 South State Street, the only Infinity dealership in the state of Utah. If you want a new Infinity, this is the place to be. So come by, take advantage of it right now. These beautiful vehicles. People know the Infinities, man. Oh, yeah. They know what they're getting into. Just a gorgeous car. High quality. 
This uh, Q60 here? Yes. That's not the QX60, the Q60. It's a two-door sports car. Look at that thing just bent over. That thing is a speedster. Absolutely beautiful car. I slid into that seat and thought, man. And you're, you know, you're. Big boy. Big dude. Slid into it. No big deal. But I was thinking, you know, when I'm 62 and I want to get somewhere quick and don't have to worry about putting eight kids in car seats in the back. (laughs) (laughs) That was one of the greatest graduations of my adult life. Oh, yeah. Moving on from car seats. Oh, yeah. Diapers and car seats. Those are the best. Oh, man. When you get past that, yep. you can start to feel some growth in your life. Nothing worse than on a Saturday night at 1230 and you realize you're out of diapers. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, getting out of diapers, getting out of car seats, those are nice moments, milestones as a parent. Yeah, and you don't want to go get the diapers, so you lay your, your baby down on a sponge. Really? No, I didn't. Make him sleep in the bathtub. Amanda would be like, yeah, put it on a sponge. Absolutely. Amanda's like, get your butt to the store and get some diapers. All right. Be right back, honey. I'll be right back. All right, big show coming up next. Big thanks to Tim Daly Infinity for letting us hang out here. It's been a fun day today. A great day. And, um, Scotty, congratulations on your over-under victory. Excited for next week's competition. Uh, coming up tomorrow will be the Ute Preview Show and then a Football Friday uh, on the Friday edition of the show as well. It's all straight ahead here on the Zone Sports Network.